What's up, everybody? This is Rev, and you are listening to the Black Minds Matter podcast. Before we get started, I have a few special announcements to make. Starting August 15th, our new season drops. Make sure you subscribe and check us out on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Also, we have a YouTube channel now. You can go over to the now.est1981 or the Black Minds Matter podcast on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a comment, and let us know how you think we're doing. Right now, you're about to hear an audio version of our first attempt at this thing. Might be a little rough, but you know us, we're always trying to improve. See y'all soon. What's up, everybody? This is Mac. And you know, sometimes not everybody can come to class during summer school. You know, we take family vacations. Well, this time around, I was out the country with my wife. But yo, the rest of the family got together, so check out what they had to say. This is another episode, another chapter that you need to pay attention to. So as always, I'm leaving you with peace and love. I'm out. Yo. Welcome to the Black Minds Matter podcast. Um, our first YouTube shooting. I am Rev. Um, notice you do not see Mac here with us today. He is actually out of the country. He's headed on a vacation with his wife. Um, so he couldn't join us today, but it's exactly what we're, we're talking about. So you might wonder who these two uh, beautiful people are to my left and to my right. Well, first, this is Key, who is our producer. You've heard her several times. Kiara, say hello to the people. Hey, y'all. All right. And then you've heard this guy on our podcast a couple of times. This is my cousin and best friend, um, guy that I've known his whole life, actually, because I'm only four months older than him. But this is my cousin, AJ. So say what's up to the people, man. All right. So what we're doing is we are doing a chapter, a summer school chapter on overseas living. So right now we are all in Medellin, Colombia. Um, this is where I live. This is where AJ lives. And this is where Kier has come to visit. We in chapter two, oh, in season two, we did a um, podcast episode on overseas living. Um, and we did one called Black Sit, like Black people, get your passports because it's beautiful out here. So I'm just going to basically interview these two. Um, AJ does, has a business where he teaches people how to live a vacation lifestyle. And Kiera is out here experiencing that vacation lifestyle. And we're just here to let you guys know that it's more than the United States. Like we can, you can live beautifully outside of the country. So um, let's start with AJ. AJ, uh, just give us a little bit about your, your business and how you bring happiness and joy to people's lives. Well, my business started off because I started coaching people and I started teaching them how to uh, profit from their potential. I think all of us have potential, all of us have stories. And when you still tell your story correctly, then you can then sell your story and the experience and knowledge that you have to help people's lives get better. So that's what I just started teaching people. And by doing that, you can create what I call a vacation lifestyle. Um, so that's that's my whole business model in a nutshell. Right. So me and you, we were talking about this 10 years ago, 12 years ago, and I thought you were crazy, right? At the beginning, I was like, man, nobody gonna listen to you, whatever, but this is my friend, so I can give him, give him that, but he stuck with it and he just showed how you could, you know, you could really persevere if you have God put something in your heart, right? It's your vision. It may not be everybody else's vision, but stick with your vision. And I always supported him. We just, you know, I give him real and rough conversation. So what like, tell us your story of how you came to live in, in Medellin, Colombia. And then we'll get to how I got here or whatever, but how did you get here? And then what sparked your interest in saying, hey, you know what? I could teach people how to live overseas as well. 
So in 2015, I started working for a company in Atlanta. I That was my first corporate job ever. I had been a, uh, a barber before then. Um, I wanted to learn how to sell. And I think one day in 2017, I, um, you know, when you work in corporate, you have a certain amount of days off. So, mm -hmm. you know, we had 10 PTO days, um, including six days. And the owner was gone for like three weeks. And I was like, yo, where's Chris at? And they were like, oh, Chris is in Hawaii. I was like, well, why am I here? <laughs> and uh, from that moment, I was like, yep, that, that's going to be my life. Like, right, right. I'm not going not to be building this thing. He's living somewhere, living his life, and I'm here doing this. So um, I just determined that I was going to uh, I was going to live somewhere else. And I had a speaking engagement in Trinidad and Tobago that changed my life. And I just started looking for other countries to live in after after that speaking engagement. Set the plan and so yeah, we we had a several conversations. This is years ago before people start saying and me and you were saying it was fire your boss, mm -hmm. right? And and me and, and you were like, hey man, you gotta fire your boss. And I was like, Yeah, I, I get the I understand the concept. And it was and fire your boss really means I'm working for myself, yeah. right? I'm the boss, yeah. right? So all of us are our own companies and CEOs. I'm Rev Inc. This is AJ Inc. This is Kiara Inc., right? And you get to sell your services. So right now I'm selling my services to a school. And, but I could, like the school could fire me, but I could also fire them. And that's what AJ eventually did. He fired his boss. Um, and then you end up moving out here in July of 2018, yeah. right? And you called me in 2017 and was like, hey, I'm moving. And I was like, if anybody could do it, it was you, right? So you gotta have people in your corner Right, you gotta you have one or two that support you. So you came here in 2018. Um, I didn't come that first year, you were getting your footing. 2019, I didn't come, I bought a house and you actually came to live with me in Texas uh, to help me do something at the school I was working at, help start a football program. And then 2020 came, I was supposed to come, pandemic, nobody was going anywhere. 2021 comes. I come and visit here, get connected with a guy that you know. Um, and then through that, I was able to move, right? And I had to learn, like, take risks or whatever. So I'm here. I've been here for quite a while. AJ's been here for four years. But Kiera, this is your first experience in Columbia. How has it been for you? It has been absolutely amazing. Okay. Um, I thought I'd be a little bit more nervous about being here, especially not fluently speaking English, you know, since high school. Spanish. I'm sorry, yeah. Spanish. Yeah, or English. English right? <laughs> barely, 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 barely. <laughs> but I thought I was going to be nervous being out here not understanding the language or, you know, the people or the culture for that matter, but it's actually been probably the easiest transition I can imagine. Um, right. There's apps for everything that you can imagine. Um, the scenery is amazing. Literally, we're looking out on the, on the mountainscapes right now, right. overlooking the city. Um, it's gorgeous. The weather is amazing. The people are really nice and accommodating. So, yeah, I think this would be, if anyone was looking for a place to just go to get out of the country for the first time, or even to move out of the country for the first time, Medellin is an amazing place to be. Right. So, we'll, so what we did was we do a Black Business Highlight sometimes where we spotlight a Black business. And we just tried, you know, to help the community grow. And, you know, you got to start at the grassroots. It's, there's no more grassroots than AJ and I. It gets no more grassroots than that. So he had his business. I was like, hey, come on the podcast. And Kiera was interested. She's like, okay, I want to know. And then I connected them too. And boom, she ended up coming. So talk about, you two talk about, and I'm going to step back, talk, talk about your partnership 
and how I don't want to say convinced, but how you told your story to Kiera, you know, how you got her here, Kiera, your experience with the vacation lifestyle thing and, and how that's worked together for you two. Um, absolutely. So I left corporate America in 2019 um, and started my own business as a virtual assistant. Um, what is your business called so you can get more people to to praise you and actually come and be clients it's called virtual key i'm a virtual assistant um i pretty much do anything that you can expect your office assistant or secretary um executive assistant to do but i do it from my own home or anyone's home depending on where i am like my house right now right right in columbia she's doing her she's doing her job continue so, on i did that because i knew i didn't want to be in corporate america i didn't want to be tied to one location so when I heard the vacation lifestyle, which I had already begun the process, it just made sense to me. And I just needed to know more about, you know, what else I could be doing to live that vacation lifestyle. So hearing that from AJ, I just knew I had to talk to him, see what was going on. And I had to be on this trip. So I made it happen. So before I let you go, all three of us at one point have worked corporate America jobs. And it seems like to me, corporate America, for the most part, now I'm, most of the people I know do, do not work in corporate America. Corporate America, for a lot of black people, just does not work. Like, it's not built for us the way that we think our sensibilities, our cultures, right? Um, I mean, we can get into that in another episode, but clearly it didn't work for the three of us. It didn't work for you. You fired your own boss, became your own boss. You fired your own boss, became your own boss. I work at a school. That's not corporate America. I believe that's my God gift. So talk about your business, how you got Kiera to come here and the event we we just put on I'm gonna say we because I work you know I didn't get paid yeah see that's what I'm saying right when you work for your family right I didn't get paid but no no the event you put on um this past weekend here in Medellin so I think I, I think we actually need to change the um change the vocabulary a little mm -hmm. and the reason I say it is because all of us are still in corporate America it's just our own corporate mm. right so point. it's not that we don't, and, and what Kiara can tell you from working for herself now, when you step out of the traditional corporate America, mm -hmm. now it's not that I don't have one boss. I have multiple bosses. Okay. Because all of my clients are essentially my boss. Mm, okay. Right? I like it. That makes sense. So so what, what happens is most people just want the flexibility to not work for one person. Mm. I want to work for multiple people. Mm. right mm. so by working for multiple people then i can increase my income my lifestyle my dreams and help support others in a bigger way okay right? because kira said we're still in corporate she if she has her own business and it's legit, it's she has a corporation it's corporate. right? she yeah. has a corporation that's true. i have a corporation that's true. That's right true. so that's true. I, I think i think so many people miss that miss that um that perception that no when you step out you're still in corporate America. And words are powerful. So you're right. Because I remember I was like, we're all a business. Mm -hmm. You could be something incorporated. That's basically a corporation. So you're absolutely correct. So talk about what you do for folks, this vacation lifestyle, how you like the event and all that. Like so so the event is to get people out of their comfort zones to to we call it a retreat because I want you to retreat from your current life to see what's possible. Um there is an abundance of opportunity out here in the world. And I believe that one thing for especially black people is that we're not exposed to the possibilities. So we never see them. Mm -hmm. So my thing is that I want to expose people. And I and I mean I had I had all type of people that I had white people, black people, I had a, 
uh, Asians, right? So it's not, it, it's, it's exposure for many, but I think especially in the black community, we're not exposed. We think the vacation is Florida, right? Or, <laughs> right, right. or Jamaica, right. right? And it's like, no, the world is so much bigger than that. And, you know, I, that, so that's what I wanted people to experience, the, the, the level of acceptance that you get from other places. Um, being able to see that your, your skills, your experiences, your knowledge, you can actually take them and turn them into a lifestyle. Ooh, yeah. Right. And, and then to profit as well. Right. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like we like we got to make money. Yeah. We have to. Right. We, we have to. So my experience is a little different. So AJ, what he did for me was he didn't try to sell me because you can't sell me anything. Right. Like if I'm dying, you couldn't sell me air. Like if I'm suffocating, just because as soon as you come and sell me something, he knows I completely shut down. It is what it is. But what he did was in his approach, which is so good, and that's what we're trying to do. We're not trying to sell you on anything, right? But we're just trying to expose you. So what he did was he began to expose me to a different way of thinking. That's all it was. Hey, man, you know, this is different. And I've been beginning to doing that with Kiara here. Um, so we'll, like, you, you, when you change your way of thinking, it is getting out of your comfort zone. But now that I've done that, I've stepped out of my comfort zone, my life value has gone up. Now, instead of living a life chugging along, and even maybe I was living in my purpose working in schools in the States, now my life, I describe it as fulfilled. I live a fulfilling life, right? And it honestly took me getting out of the country to experience that. Now, everybody doesn't have to leave the country, but you can even live a vacation lifestyle in the United States. We're not saying you have to leave. And the vacation lifestyle mentality is you know what? My life is supposed to be enjoyable. It's not supposed to be chained to a desk 24-7. You had a young lady at your conference who was working the entire conference. Yeah. She had got away from the space and we believe that, okay, we get to work remote with more freedom. Actually, my experience is there's a lot more work because now they can contact you at any time yeah. because they know they have, you have your computer with you at all times and you're trying to get people to break away from that. Yeah, it, it's, it's all about leverage, right? Everything is about leverage. You can let one person leverage your talents and abilities, and that's called a traditional corporation. Or you can let multiple people, and many people leverage your skills and abilities, and then you become what people call your own boss, right? But I just feel like, once again, I'm just employed by a lot of people. Right. <laughs> right. I'm just, right. I, I have a lot of bosses. Right. Um, and my job is to make sure that all of those bosses are happy. Um, so that's what I do. That's what makes my life enjoyable and, and living a vacation lifestyle and um, experiencing what I experienced. So how has this been impactful for you? Like me and you have had conversations, you're like, I'm considering, I'm thinking, I'm considering, etc. Explain, you can even tell them some of the things that we've done, but explain like how your mentality is changing outside of traditional, this is what black people do in the United States too. There's a whole world out there that we as black people, we can experience. Very true. So, I mean, when it comes down to it, it's all about dollars and cents. Um, so the American dollar is worth four times the peso over here, which means when you leave America, and I'm still technically employed in America because all of my clients are in America, the amount of money that I make stretches four times as much here as what it does in America. So us experiencing the city, going out, doing activities at top tier of whatever. So restaurants, um, 
towards anything we were doing was at most, I think we spent $10 a person, $15 a person, um, which these are experiences that if we were in the US, I'd be spending guaranteed a few hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it kind of opened up my eyes to, I can have that lifestyle that I want without having to break the bank or without having to work constantly because the dollar is different here. Mm -hmm. And they appreciate the fact that, you know, you want to just get out and experience something, we can do that because mm -hmm. I don't have to, to be tied to my best confidence. So that to me was enough. Um, aside from that, just the basic stuff, like I said, the weather is amazing. The food is amazing. Pineapple doesn't taste the same here. <laughs> it's, right. it's not it really doesn't. Here. It doesn't taste the same here, and it's been amazing. I had pineapple every single day for breakfast just because it is so good here. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like it's just the little things that um, happen in the day to day that make you feel like, why do we do it that way in the US? Like mm -hmm. that sounds so backwards. Why are we even doing it that way? And now I'm opening up to the fact that I don't have to do the lifestyle that I've been trained. I can create my own. Right. So you're saying essentially that you have been to expose, you have been exposed, like he was saying, exposure. You're exposed, and as soon as you're exposed to different, you begin to think differently. So what happened? I'll, I'll give a little anecdotal story. What happened to me and why did I go off to college, et cetera? Because I ended up getting with Upper Bound and they exposed me to different colleges and universities. One of my best friends never went to Upper Bound. He never went to college, in part because he was never exposed and you could actually do that. His parents didn't go to college, his grandparents didn't go to college, his aunts and uncles, et cetera. He was never exposed to it. The only exposure he got to college was maybe walking on the campus at the U of I and or watching the Lana basketball team on TV, but he never got to do a college tour. So his exposure was not there. So therefore it wasn't obtainable because it's hard to obtain something that you can't see. And we see with our eyes that we have vision with our mind and our heart, right? So, so I didn't think I could live overseas. When he was telling me for two years, three years, come out here, I just came to visit. And I was like, fine. And then once I got here, I was like, I could have this. And it, again, it doesn't have to be Medellin in particular. I mean, this is where I this is where I am, but it could be anywhere. And it just exposed me. So now I'm not afraid. I would go live in Europe. I would go live in Asia. I would go live wherever because now I've been exposed to things. And I believe one of the one of the things that cripple black people the most is lack of exposure, right? We don't we don't get these opportunities. So I would ask and I would challenge how many black people that are listening to us, watching us right here, have been outside the country. And when I say outside the country, I mean outside of the country and US territories. I'm not talking about Puerto Rico. I'm not talking about Jamaica. I'm not talking about the Dominican Republic. I'm not talking about those places that we all go. But how many of you have been to South America? And not just stayed on a resort in South America, got your feet in the city, walked around the city, mingled with the people. When you go to Europe, are you staying in resorts? Are you staying at five-star hotels? Or are you trying to mingle with the people? When you do that, you get greater exposure. And once you get that exposure, you're like, oh, I can actually obtain this life. And it's not something that is so radical that I can never attain. So how do you go about, and I don't want you to give away all your secrets since your business, but how do you go about approaching knuckleheads like me to begin to help change minds because that's all that's pretty much what it is so it's like i told them in, the, in my retreat like i don't i don't sell people mm -hmm. i educate people and then i let them elevate and mm -hmm. that that's a different approach because then no one ever feels like i'm pushing so i am gonna ask you like are you ready to elevate and then you tell me if you are or not but i'm gonna just educate you on what's possible 
how fast it can be done, um, the reality of it, what it what it really looks like, and and what the lifestyle looks like from actually elevating. And then at the end of the day, you decide. Like, when you came down here, it was like, let me educate you on what medicine is like. And then before you left, you was like, all right, I'm looking my ticket back. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. I didn't, I didn't right. tell you. I, right. I educated right. you. So right. that's all I do with people. I educate, yeah. then I let them elevate. Yeah, yeah. So you, and you, you expose them to, to different uh, things. So what have you been educated on besides like the financial thing? What have you been ed educated on as far as um, greater exposure and how your life can be from living in the States to potentially, I mean, you could live in the States and have a beautiful life, but you could end up living anywhere in this world. How has your, how has this experience educated you and helped change your mind? Um, one of the main things that AJ talked about during the conference was our program um, and, and the things that we've been programmed to believe. Um, and he gave so many anecdotal stories about like, why are you thinking that way? Were you listening to what was actually put out there and did that alter the way that you were perceiving the request of you or your expectations or whatever? And it was just like, I didn't even, I didn't even comprehend before he kind of pointed those things out that it was my programming that was making me think a certain type of way. So literally all he did was kind of make me question mm -hmm. my own programming and why I do the things the way that I do. And a lot of it is just our culture, whether it's American culture, Black culture, whatever, it's, it's just what we've been ingrained for so long that is now, you know, time to question why we do the things the way that we do. Mm -hmm. And once he did that, I kind of looked at a lot of the things mm -hmm. differently. So I don't know. I just appreciate the, the opportunity. Educate elevate. Yeah. Yes, I, that's all I do. Like, literally, the, one of the reasons why I think other people should experience culture is because when all we know is our culture, we think that's law. Mm -hmm. We yep. think this is how it always is. And then you go somewhere else and you realize, Oh, they don't do it like this. Why? Why do we have like this? Right. Why? And why? then you get to say, okay. And, and and at the end of the day, I don't like. I really don't focus on right or wrong. I just focus on empowering or disempowering. Mm -hmm. And at one time, we did it that way because it empowered us. But what happens is, as we grow, it starts to disempower us. But we never change it. Right. You're absolutely. So we live disempowering lives that we never question. Right. And, and a lot of times we are taught these things and we have to know as black people, the reason that oftentimes our families try to keep us close, don't really want us to move away and things. Your family was your safety net at a time in our community. That's all we had, right? So you can't move away and go out and be by yourself. There's power in numbers, but the world has changed, but those ideologies haven't. So, you know, mom, why did you want to keep me so close? Because my mama kept her close, because her mother kept her close, et cetera, et cetera. But now it's 2022. We don't have to do that anymore, right? So like you were saying, like, why do we think that way? So we have to change it. So our families may be well-intented with what they're doing, but, you know, we could be exposed to new things. So, so there's a story about a woman. I, I love it because it, like, it, it shows this point. Um, a man saw his, his wife cutting the butter to have Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. We talked about this. In the so a yeah. man saw his, his wife cutting the butter to have off for Thanksgiving. He said, well, why do you cut the butter off? And she said, because my mom does. So she goes and asks her mom, well, why do you cut the butter to have off? And she said, because my mom does. it, Right? And, and Or my mom did it. So they go and ask the grandmother, you know, why did you cut the butter to have off? And she said, because the pan was too small. Right. So they cut the they, they, food off. They cut their food off. Not realizing she did it because it was a necessity, necessity at, the time. at the time. She didn't have a big enough pan. Absolutely. Right? right. So now they're wasting their potential 
because they saw their their grandparents do something out of necessity. Yep. That is no longer necessary. And that's what I mean by the grandmother was well intended. I gotta feed my family. I can't cook it here. I'm well intended. The mom picked it up and then the daughter picked it up, right? So like three generations picked this thing up. The the grandmother was well intended, but the mother and the the granddaughter, well, the mother and the daughter, right? They had the resources to do greater, Mm -hmm. but they continued to stay in the same path. So black people, we have more resources now than we ever have. This is the black collective than we ever have. So why aren't we doing more? Why are we doing the same things? For those of you who, who have a family member who's thinking about leaving and, 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 and maybe not moving overseas, but leaving, like, let them go, right? Like, let them experience things because they could experience, they could, they could um, inspire the next generation to do other things, right? We understand that there's your family. We understand you want to keep them there. We understand that there's safety in numbers, but we have to experience. So he's no worse from where he moved far away from his parents. I moved away from my, my family. Care is considered, right? But one of the biggest things has been weighing on you is the, the family aspect, right? But we talked about, um, there's a song by CeeLo Green called El Diablo Sunrise. It's called Super Chicken. And, and he said, uh, these wings that I were given were intended to fly. But his family's like, but you're only a chicken because you know chickens can't fly. But he's like, I'm a super chicken. I can fly. I actually have wings. You know, let me go. You don't have to hold my hand anymore is what he's saying. It's like, You've equipped me, you've raised me to do these great things. Let me go out and do them. So we're gonna we're gonna pretty much wrap here. We thank you guys for listening. We just want to give you a little exposure on the life that that we're living, right? AJ started it, I'm living it. Kiara is going to live. I mean, she's already living. Look at the smile on her face. She's like, Yeah, this is this is gonna happen. But uh, this has been a summer school session of the Black Lives Matter podcast. We miss our boy Mac, but he'll be back in uh, season four starting soon. So we'll holla at y'all next time. I am because we are. I'll holler at you guys later. Peace. What's up, everybody? This is Rev, and you just finished listening to the final installment of the summer school session between seasons three and season four of the Black Minds Matter podcast. Yep, we've made it to our senior year. No, I'm just playing. We got a lot more seasons, so don't worry. Check us out on all your favorite podcast platforms, and make sure you go over to our YouTube channel. Find us at thenow.est1981 or search the Black Minds Matter podcast. Season four will drop August 15th. We'll be hitting you guys with new music, new graphics, and fresh new topics. We'll see you guys soon. Peace.